listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I was gonna kill a couple rappers, but they did it to themselves. Everybody suicidal, but they didn't need my help. The shit is elementary. I probably go to jail if I shoot at your identity and bounce to the left, stuck a flag in my city. Everybody's scheming compton. I should probably run for mayor when I'm done, to be honest. And I put that on my mama and my baby boo too. 20 million walking out that court building. Woo woo. Oh yeah, fuck the judge. I made it past 25 and there I was. A little lappy head nigga with the world behind him. Life ain't shit, but a fat vagina screaming, Annie, are you okay? okay. Hey, Annie, are you okay? okay hey welcome to the black guy who tells podcast your host rod and Aaron. and we're in the house on a tuesday mm-hmm. tuesday going up let's do it um you can find us on itunes and stitcher just search the black guy tips leave us five star reviews if we like them we'll read them on the show uh if we don't like them we'll just pretend it never happened and we'll just awkwardly look at each other when we see each other in the streets uh, the official weapon of the show is an unofficial sport. It's bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. And today's podcast is sponsored. It's sponsored by Shadow Dog Productions. Check out the behind the scenes video on YouTube of when they were guests on this show last Sunday. Uh, you can see, you've seen the show streaming from our webcams, but now you get to see the highlights from artistic angles like the back of my head. Check it out uh, on YouTube. Uh, I'll put the link in the chat it's already on our website and it is very well shot it was cool man um you know we were all you know lounging on the chairs and you know giving up our uh <coughs> you know having our fun and sharing our opinions and uh it was well you know very well shot and high def and shit so you guys can go see what it looks like to see us actually record a podcast um uh, it's dope man um and of course it's also brought to you by tweaked audio go to tweakedaudio.com and put in code tbgwt to get 33 percent off of some nice earbuds man uh get you some nice headphones uh you know in addition to 33 percent off you also get free shipping all right and you get a lifetime guarantee you know what else you get a lifetime guarantee on what a father's love it's father's <laughs> day time man why don't you get your daddy some headphones man so that he can just put them in when your mama's talking him to death mm-hmm. or when he goes out to cut the grass or if he's you know washing his car he could throw on some tunes and and put on his you know his, his ipod that he just learned how to work yep like your daddy yeah and he could he could wear his headphones when he's out there walking trying to stay in shape so he could be around a little bit longer so make sure you guys do that tweakedaudio.com code tbgwt um all right man so many so much fucking news happened okay. uh, we haven't really been able to cover it so we'll just get right into all of it um i guess uh one of the major things that happened was um people been talking about this teenage girl whose dad put out one of those public shaming videos where he cut off all her hair um and embarrassed her she was 13 years old uh she died after jumping from a moving vehicle uh committed suicide oh yeah now obviously uh because because this is the thing i've been seeing a lot of people say and i will say this we don't know for a fact that that's the only thing that was going on in her life true but what we do know is that people assume you're being a great parent by these huge acts of public shaming for the internet and that doesn't necessarily mean that nope because being a teenager but particularly being a teenage girl it's a lot of shit you dealing with life just life itself coming to the 
realization of what the world thinks about you you're dealing with um hormones you're having your cycle you're trying to you know you're you're um interested <coughs> in uh uh boys or girls or whoever you're interested in you know you're looking for love you want to be accepted like it is a process just being a teenager yeah she was 13 you know which is a you know right when you're coming into teenaging you know <coughs> which is a which is a hard time for when you're trying to like fit in right um starting school and all that stuff um uh yes a blogger originally figured uh brought the stories together that it was the same girl said yesterday the same girl got out the passenger seat of her grandmother's car on an overpass she climbed to the rail and then jumped landing on a car there are those who believe that public shaming is an acceptable form of parenting as this incident clearly shows it's not it's a form of abuse and it has consequences like i said i'm not willing to go as far as this person and say one-to-one that's what it is i'm just willing to say that it was a, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're a good parent just because you do some shit like this and you don't know how your kid's gonna react the internet and all this shit is still fairly new yeah that's true that that's true and it's just one it's just one of those <coughs> things when when it comes to uh parenting um everybody parents different and like you said you put shit on the internet all of a sudden people would judge your parenting your parenting skills what's right and what's wrong for your child uh because you put it on a public uh platform um and i feel like um when it comes to this i it's 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 like this i don't care about you and your child and how you discipline them truthfully um and i feel as though when it comes to your child and this is just my opinion and when you do certain things like this there's a bond there's a trust in my opinion that's broken when you do this because now the child has to go to school like it's more it's more to it than i put out a video and i got likes on instagram it's the child has to deal with the consequences of the repercussions of your actions as a parent and the thing is <clears throat> i want to be careful because i don't necessarily understand everything about the parent child bond i don't necessarily understand like and i recognize that parenting is difficult and there's not a lot of easy answers to certain things like like in in everybody's mind when your kid is misbehaving you just talk to them and then they stop or you say something to them or you 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 discipline them by telling them to stay in their room and they do it and everything goes right but life is way more complicated than that there's Mm -hmm. parents that weren't necessarily around there's parents that um maybe the mother raised a kid one way there's parents that they're walking a high wire act with their children because their children might be uh maybe you have a black kid and you're more worried about you know my kid doesn't get a chance to a second chance with the police and he you know you don't you know I, he doesn't get to walk out the house and mouth off to the police the way he mouths off to me um like so there's a lot of you know there's a lot of nuance to this and i'm not willing to just paint everything over with a broad brush I don't know what drastic measures need to be taken as an adult. I can, I can say for certain there's times in my life where my parents did something drastic and I was like, well, I'm glad they did that. That's true. You know, so I don't like want to totally be like, cause some people have been like, well, just even public embarrassment is bad. Like, no, you know, I know people that have, um, 
you know like cuss their kid out in front of everybody else and part of part of the and part of the punishment is the fact that everybody saw it Mm -hmm. and it's like oh you know look at you you got cussed out and i know people that are like no i know people that say uh you shouldn't cut your kid's hair fucked up because they gotta go to school with that people gonna pick on them and all this other stuff um i i don't necessarily know if i agree with that or not because sometimes if like if your kid's hanging with a bad crowd you might be able to impart a lesson on him that hey if your if your hair if your hair was fucked up these people wouldn't even be your friend like these people won't even talk to you under any other circumstance like they like this shit is like you need to learn how learn that the, the truth of life which is that these people ain't really your buddies they're just bullies and and you just happen to be on the right side of bullying today so you're oh you know maybe my kid is a bully for some reason you know he goes i find out he's been beating people up at school like i could totally see some reasons to be like well i'm gonna make you dress a certain way or do you know something right and i buy your clothes i pay for your haircuts i like there is a line there that is very blurry that people are acting like because of the end results they're acting completely oversimplistic about like you know well just do this i i'm here i'm willing to say i don't fucking know right and i don't know you and i don't know your fucking kid and that's the reason i want it off the internet right because i don't know i don't want to be forced to speculate and assume all this shit maybe in the privacy of your own home cutting your daughter's hair off is really a move that you have to make or she was gonna do blank i don't know but now that it's on the internet and then this person then this kid kills himself i'm like you killed your daughter that's not fair but it's not fair that it was ever my fucking business. Right. I didn't ask to see that shit. No, I did not. So, so like, I'm trying to just use my rational mind to kind of refrain from just judging and being like, because I'm sure this person feels horrible. They lost their kid. Right. You know, and what, and in their mind, what they were doing was trying to save their kid. And who knows where the fuck they picked that up from. We just recently came into seeing kids as more, um, as small adults. We really just kind of came into this like if you look up i was watching a documentary on discipline throughout the centuries mm-hmm. i mean as early as like like i mean as late as 19 like 40 and stuff you were able to beat your kid with a metal they had like metal combs and shit specifically for beating your kid i believe that and it would tear flesh and bleed and all this shit that wasn't that long ago so we are making leaps and bounds in parenting but at the same time i don't know where you go with certain shit like this because i really think it needs to stay off the internet and then two once you put something like this on the internet you open it up for everybody to have their opinion and people ain't gonna agree people don't even agree on like spanking right some people see spanking as abuse like you hit your kid that's abuse you think they're gonna agree on you cutting your motherfucking kid's hair off and then yelling into the camera Mm -mm about how stupid they are and then posting it to the internet never knowing if it's gonna go a million views or five views or no views like it is so dumb and and the thing is in our law there's a there's a there's a level of uh physical discipline built into it so a lot a lot of states wouldn't even be able to do anything to a parent that did this correct yet other people look at it and go that's abuse so so like it's very controversial why are you putting the shit on the internet fucking stupid man sorry i i know you went to say something go ahead i'm sorry Mm-mm, mm-mm. that was it oh okay all right no no i mean i i completely understand uh and there has to be a, a balance because i completely understand no it's not easy being a parent but i also feel like just because you do not have children 
in my opinion, does not mean that you don't understand the plight of a child. Oh, no. I understand the child. I don't understand being the parent. Okay. It's very fucking easy for me to say, well, just talk to your kid. It's easy for me to say that. Right. I don't have anything on the line. If they, if you said, I have talked to my kids a hundred times. I caught this motherfucker outside smoking weed for the 75th time. Talking ain't working. I had to do something more drastic. Right. I could understand that intellectually, but I don't get all that from this fucking video. I don't know if you just walked on, <clears throat> said, my daughter got on short shorts, I'm embarrassed, and cut all her hair off. I don't know. Right. I'm assuming the worst because I don't fucking know y'all. You know what I mean? But I don't completely understand that 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 relationship because I'm not a parent. And I don't understand the levels you can be pushed to to where you don't like i don't think you pop a kid out of your vagina or you know pay for a kid um schools light bills food and all this shit your whole life just so you can think because i'm gonna cut this bitch hair off one day right i don't think any parent comes into it that (laughs) way they don't i think shit happens and they get pushed to these drastic measures where they think like this for the most part for the well-meaning parents where they where they do something i think most people if they look at uh their parents or they look at their the way they raise their kids there's got to be some moment where they're just like because you're you're still human beings i fucked up i went too far or i wouldn't have handled that this way or maybe with my first kid i did that but with my second kid i realized it's not that big a deal there's a lot of shit like that Mm -hmm. it don't all need to be on the internet people no it does not yo 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 private mistakes need to be private. private so when you put that shit on the internet i'm looking at it like you know as far as i'm concerned you cut your kids hair every day it's the only thing i know about the way you parent your kid so so yeah it looks bad you know and, and especially posting on the internet posting on the internet is just that extra step that lets you know it's not about the kid it's not about the parent it's about what we think about the parent right um and here's a clip of it i think uh it's 15 seconds long <coughs> not the suicide obviously but uh, the original haircutting or whatever Okay. Says something like the consequences of getting. Oh, consequences of getting messed up, man. You lost all that beautiful hair. Was it worth it? How many times did I warn you? A lot, and he says, "Okay," and he just cut to the to her hair on the ground. Um, like I said, man, I. I, and the thing is also i'm never gonna feel good about watching a kid get disciplined so i wouldn't even feel good about a, a parent telling their kid to walk go to their room so why are you putting this on the internet it's not like that's like oh man the best part of parenting right telling your kid that's make, actually making the a kid, yeah making a kid sad even when a kid earns it nobody wants to see a sad kid you right. know like look at like if you go over your friend's house and their kid is acting a motherfucking fool and they have to be like hey put that down and go to your room i feel bad i like part of me is like oh man the kid deserved it and right. that and that's good parenting the kid has to learn that you can't just do everything and you know maybe i watch you tell your kid a hundred fucking times it doesn't matter i'm gonna always feel bad because i feel bad for the little motherfucking kid because it's an adorable little kid that's what happens so they need to keep this shit off the internet you know um i don't know and, and like i said we don't know why she killed herself but it you made it our business keep your shit off the internet uh let's see what else happened here um 
friend of the boston bomber which is so funny we talked about this on the show because uh, everybody's so concentrating on the Boston bomber getting the death penalty right like this motherfucker need to die you know they already killed his brother during the shootout mm-hmm. they shot his ass up but they ain't kill him then he went to trial and of course he got the death penalty times 12 um <clears throat> so and i remember at the time being like you know when they were trying to track him down they had these stories like he called his friends and then he went down their house and they think one of them threw something away for him and i was like nigga if the motherfucking feds are looking for you don't call me Mm-mm. hey rock you know Click. no Nope, nope, nope. No, don't, don't even tell me nothing. Don't leave me they a was voice like, this, They was like, uh, this guy was five seconds. Yes, five seconds is not long enough for you to tell me shit. Right. He uh, he called and I said, fuck you and hung up. Right. A friend of the Boston Marathon bomber, bomber apologized on Tuesday before sentencing, getting sentenced to six years in prison for obstruction of justice for not calling the police when he realized his friend was a suspect in a deadly attack. Nigga, no. Mm-mm. couldn't be me couldn't be your boy nope Mm-mm. i see justin face on that tv screen right now one can help uh yeah yes. it, uh it's justin yeah mm-hmm. <coughs> that's him i recognize him goes by jay trill jay right Duggar, they ain't tracking my ass down jay lannister Lan- uh jay uh lannister jay bolton mm-hmm. yeah you can definitely find him mm-hmm. <coughs> you want to know what kind of car he drives <laughs> right uh but yeah his name is he's a kazakhstan national diaz kadrabiev 21 he was one of three friends of sarnaz to face federal charges for removing a backpack containing fireworks from the bombers college dorm three days after the april 15 2013 bombing that was the other thing yeah i feel like they also did it without him really asking They, they they like got a computer and something else out of his room uh i want to start by saying how truly sorry i am for all the victims their families and their friends i'm ashamed by my actions i know my bad decision was put shame on me my name uh prosecutors who had asked for a seven-year sentence noted that sarniev and his older brother had shot dead a police officer around the time of the dorm visit they contended the death could have been averted if uh diaz would would have immediately called the police they never claimed that he or his friend had he or his friends had advanced knowledge of the bombing, which to me is the dumbest way to go to jail. Mm-hmm, I didn't even know would, about it. You I wouldn't even in on it, right? Uh, so yeah, um, six years, man. Um, fuck that shit. Your boy would have been like, uh, no thanks, dog. Six years for obstruction of justice, and that's the thing, man. I, you know like i feel like everyone against caught in these situations just don't think that it's obstruction of justice at the time but i'm just thinking that the whole time like how is this gonna sound when they explain to the police because it's never gonna sound like well i just helped my friend out Mm-mm. it's gonna sound like this nigga killed a hundred people and then you threw away a backpack full of fireworks that wouldn't have mattered in the investigation at all but <laughs> you was trying to help so right six years right you you like you could have got worse possibly yeah if they pushed it they could have been on tv talking about a terrorist sale i mean them boys got cfs at the end of their names and shit like they from uh countries that end with stan s-t-a-n nigga you could have been in jail forever could have been in guantanamo right now getting waterboarded talking about what the fuck happened in my life i was trying to move a laptop to, to get his porn off of it right um let's see what is it? uh a gay teen 
has been forced to have sex with his own mother in a bid to cure his sexual preferences what mm-hmm. did they put this on the internet so we can all judge for parenting or something <laughs> gay rights group lgbt collective who operate in telangana and southern india warn that parents are so desperate to have heterosexual children that so-called corrective rapes are being inflicted on gay adolescents by members of their own family wow relatives often cousins but in some cases parents force themselves on the victims in a misguided attempt to ensure they are cured of homosexuality one teenage boy suspected of being gay was forced to have sex with his own mother the organization said it has received at least 15 reports of corrective rapes in the last 15 years, but believes some victims keep quiet because of the trauma and shame associated with sexual assault and homosexuality in the country. Right. Uh, we are sure there are many more cases, but they go unreported. We came across such cases not because the reported rape, but because they sought help to flee their homes. It is usually a cousin who's roped in for this project. Oh, what is that like? Right. Hey, man, we need you to come down here and rape your cousin, man. Come on. Right, and so neither party wants to participate in this bullshit? Right. I don't think so, man. Well, you know, she's been wearing a lot of WNBA gear, and uh, she's been <laughs> playing a lot of softball, so I'm going to need you to come down here and rape her up real good. But, you know, try not to enjoy it too much. Just get the rape on mogley also described described a string of cases in the south in which newborn girls are promised to cousins for marriage if she is later discovered to be a lesbian uh in a lesbian relationship elders often arrange for the intended spouse to carry out forcible cure attempt oh i like that it's an attempt like we don't even know if it'll work well i mean there's no science <laughs> but we just figure we'll rape you back straight that All that's because right. even that's though this is something that you don't want or not interested in in 2013 the indian supreme court reinstated a colonial ban which banned gay sex which means homosexuality can be punished by up to 10 years in jail 2013 oh so they bought it back Mm-hmm. like it wasn't illegal and then it was like you know what we need to bring that shit back we are getting a little too progressive for my taste let's outlaw the gay because that'll, that'll stop them <laughs> we all know that that's the only thing stopping gay sex is if we just had laws right um what else happened oh this is a crazy story okay so there's um a student um there was a student who had been walking around campus um with a mattress um uh, and as a protest saying that she got raped and that her rapist never went to jail and the school didn't do enough to, to prosecute him. Right. So, uh, she, you know, was doing that as like a, uh, a, a, a silent protest, taking the mattress with her to every class, right? Right. Uh, Emma Sokowitz, the artist and activist who carried around her mattress in protest against Columbia University after they refused to expel a male student, she claimed raped her has released another piece of performance art so that was part of her art she's using her art to speak out against it right mm-hmm. the website ceci nes pas un vial hosts emma's latest video offering the eight minute clip shows her engaging in what looks to be consensual sex which turns violent with a man whose face is blurred out the man slaps and strangles her removes the condom before resuming extremely rough sex with sokowitz who has protested and whimpering in pain 
uh sokowitz allegedly alleged that the fellow columbia university student paul nungesser raped her in august 2012 leading to the conception of mattress performance carry that weight is what she called it which became her senior thesis so she turned it into her senior thesis wow that's wow um yeah i couldn't even imagine to be like i got raped and i'm a, this is also what my paper's gonna be on mm-hmm. she's and, like everybody uh, gonna know everybody about yeah um on the website she explains the footage isn't a recreation of the supposed incident the accompanying text reads do you think i'm the perfect victim or the world's worst victim do you refuse to see me as either a human being or a victim if so why is it to deny me agency and thus further victimize me uh yeah sounds like it's provocative like you're supposed to i guess watch it and pick and be like oh you got raped but then you did this well then you must you must be lying why would you recreate these events or why would you participate in something that simulates something similar to what you said happened to you and then maybe some people feel like or or maybe some people will see it and be like i just thought of this as well it's not rape if you can send it at some point and then when they see it they'll go oh wait that that is not consensual so maybe she's hoping to like you know what i mean like hit both sides of that coin and make people have to think about what they consider sexual assault and what they consider okay and whatnot she also adds if you watch this video without my consent then i hope you reflect on your reasons for objectifying me and participating in my rape for in that case were you the one who couldn't resist the urge to make about what you uh wanted to make it about rape now i don't even know what that sentence means it's too deep i'm sorry uh anyway i watched it seven times uh it's it's, uh i give it a c you know (laughs) uh it's definitely not the best amateur stuff i've seen but you know you've seen better yeah Yeah. um good for her though you know that she's taking control of her life uh i don't know what she goes where she goes from here i don't know because like part of me was like well will people take her seriously after this but were people taking her seriously before this Mm -hmm. either you were or you weren't right? right um and end of the day nobody knows what happened in the room um and the guy i think transferred i don't think he went to jail or anything so and i think he actually wanted to sue the university so who knows what the fuck's going on with that situation um lil wayne attended a stop the violence video uh, i mean basketball game and he started some violence (laughs) yep got into a fight stop the violence why y'all shooting why do you take it so seriously yes you do you're rich you, you, you no one there's no one's keeping a record of this you're not gonna be an nba coach Mm-mm. but he showed up to to coach this this team in a charity um oh. uh, yeah uh and he ended up fighting with the i believe it was the the refs yeah he charged the ref and spit on him and the young money team ran up ran the poor dude right out the building <coughs> police were called but no one was arrested proceeds from the alleged assault during the game between the man who famously rapped about the almighty power of the chopper uh someone named went to put down the pistol an anti-violent gun violence program well the good news is he didn't use a gun 
so yeah maybe he's anti-gun violence pro fist violence who knows mm. yeah still not good though but yeah well yeah well you know this is what happens um they gonna bring our next brass knuckles coming back what's happening here <laughs> i don't know uh a teen got arrested after a cop tried to pick her up and failed so then he said you under arrest you're fucking in the cop car you probably on duty what do you mean fucking in the cop car no i said you're in a fucking cop car oh. you're on duty why are you trying to pick me up i'm not a prostitute a bronx team landed a forty-five thousand dollar payout after an nypd cop flirted with her and then busted the 17 year old on bogus charges because she brushed him off hey girl let me get your number yeah cops will do that fuck off what bitch you under arrest mm-hmm. walking around with them titties out this is the same my fault uh, 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 obstruction of justice with them big watermelons obstructing my dick Mm-hmm. yeah well no that's the problem you wasn't obstructing my dick so now you're gonna be obstructing this justice in jail <laughs> uh she was grabbing an after school snack with two female friends with officer jose penan <laughs> and, a, and another cop struck up a conversation with them i had on camouflage hat and camouflage pants he said we match i brushed him off and laughed elridge went around the corner to buy a cup of hot cocoa the plainclothes cop followed her he said something slick like what are you go- where are you going i said i'm going home and she said she asked if he was a cop and he replied maybe she then told him that's a cop answer seconds later a van pulled up and four more officers got out that's when he ordered them to cuff her she said he said she blew his cover so you pursued me and tried to holler at her holler at me and then you had your boys arrest me because i blew your cover come on man he's probably had his walkie-talkie going off by accident hey girl let me get your number are you a cop nah bitch i'm just trying to get them titties you know what i'm saying dog uh, i'm just going we need you to go ahead we got a 47 on long Fire street my thing is this she's 17 what the fuck you talking to her anyway for because i'm it's because it's legal he knows the law he's a cop the age of consent probably is 17 or 16 or some crazy mm-hmm. shit like that yeah uh so yeah uh they searched her then they put her and a friend marie gonzalez in the back of the police van oh damn the friend went too and she did she get any money right uh they took in a 50 second precinct let a, a couple hours later uh uh yeah they didn't release her until 11 a.m the next day wow i was scared i didn't know what was going on elridge filed a lawsuit in manhattan federal court claiming she and her friend were arrested because he was angered at having his advances rebuffed while she was frisked a male cop was touching her breast the suit said also said i believe that i know look look at them titties in this picture i believe he definitely that. touched them titties instead of having a female officer mm-hmm. do it yep uh Pinan was unlawfully subjected the two uh the two completely innocent women to approximately 19 hours of detention and charging with obstruction of governmental administration last week the city agreed to settle for forty five thousand dollars, and the charges against both teams have been dropped uh Pinan has also been named in uh, uh, three other lawsuits with the city, and they've been forced to settle those. And he still... See, this is shit I understand. You still have your motherfucking job. Mm-hmm. I don't understand this. You're costing me thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. I probably paid out more in fines than your fucking salary. How do you still have a job? 
you you a street harasser dog right. and you working for the city <clears throat> there's no way any business-minded person would keep you they were like you got to go yep that's a, that's a scary proposition right there man you can't even tell a cop to fuck off because you know if you do now you gotta um you know now you gotta fucking go to jail like come on man right you go through all that trouble and the thing about it, you go out that trouble they drop charges but you know how everything is everything lives forever so they google your name that shit still gonna pop up even though charges are dropped even though there's no files on you they google your name this shit still gonna come up right i don't know yeah you're right why does he even have a job right right that's my whole i would demand that he be fired a uh, ex nypd cop uh trashed a 14 year old shooting victim in a shocking facebook exchange <clears throat> three <laughs> shocking to who right three former nypd police officers discussed the murder of a 14 year old gang member on facebook and the exchange was awful as one could expect according to uh mike news the 14 year old christopher duran left his home in, Bron- in the bronx for school last friday a red bandana wearing gunman shot him to death former police officer and currency and then contributor thomas verney posted a new york post story of duran's murder on his facebook page where the three former cops basically blamed the young boy for his own death uh here's some screenshots uh tom the bomb verney is what he goes by the hard way is not the way to learn a lesson about gang life 14 years old shaking my head crime is down by the way brian charles responds fuck him he would have wound up killing someone eventually or would have been in jail uh sheridan avenue uh wait 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 hold on would have been oh okay this ad moved everything now okay would have been in jail save taxpayers a lot of money another dude goes so sad someone says thanks brian for reaffirming my faith in human empathy <laughs> brian is the, the brian charles is the first guy who the one who said fuck him then brian says i'm sure ryan if this kid robbed your mother or a member of your family you would feel the same way this kid wanted to be a gangster that wasn't an angel by any account it's a shame the punk kid died but it's no loss to society dude replied uh i just love the cops that cops say things about dead kids like fuck him really makes me feel good about our police force right brian responds again when bad things happen to good people trust me it bothers you and you want to help them when bad things happen to thugs and people who think who wouldn't think twice about breaking the law or doing harm to an innocent person just going about their day then yes fuck them you wouldn't understand because you don't experience it the world isn't all rainbows and unicorns another person said kid isn't as innocent andrew blatant said kid isn't as innocent as people think he was the target for the shooting another dude uh the the guy ryan who uh didn't uh, agree with this uh posted quote unquote thugs and brian responds yes thugs in caps andrew blitton says kid was 14 and already had a criminal history that was long his neighbor even said he was a piece of trash yes he was a thug someone else said waiting for his communion pick and uh brian posted a link bucks buck sexton shares fascinating story on the word thug uh this guy says yes and it's from theblaze.com the guy ryan who was objecting to everything says yes the blaze is a place you go for etymology brian charles says oh i'm sorry maybe i should have went to msnbc instead and then ryan responded no that's trash too <clears throat> joseph gaspari says piece of shit thug at 14 he would cut the throat of a nun no loss here i'm sure his mother had a few of those cute kids at his own public assistance 
one less mouth to feed one new hole to dig andrew blinken says his family posting a pic of him flashing gang signs tells just how well he was raised brian charles says maybe the city will dedicate a plaque to him like ferguson did for michael brown another person comes in and said kid was 14 years old whatever he did or didn't do it's pretty clear the kid never had a chance or at the very least never got to be old enough to appreciate the choices he was making maybe he was destined to be a really terrible adult but he's still a dead kid and i just don't see a universe where that's not tragic right and another and then that dude uh the ryan dude said day stop this is a lynch mob not a discussion uh so yep none uh all those men once wore the uniform had the authority to arrest and shoot new yorkers um nypd representative told mike news that joseph gaspar and andrew blethin were the names of two of his ex-cops though the nypd would not confirm if brian charles were a member of his force his instagram account shows him wearing an nypd uniform in 2006 the account owner has since removed that photo but he has they're no longer cops but so they can't be held accountable for their words but it does let you know who what the mentality of the people who are policing us have to say. right right yeah facebook will tell tell the truth on your ass it sure will it sure will speaking of facebook i wasn't going to talk about it but i am i feel like i am going to talk about it um i had posted some information on facebook and twitter and when i was talking about um serena williams and i talked about it earlier and my thing about um serena williams serena williams is a black woman that's on the top of her game and she is marvelous at what she does she's a great athlete one of the best athletes of our time and it frustrates me that any time a black athlete particularly a black female athlete uh does something great and excellent she's constantly stripped of being a a beautiful she's stripped of being all these things and i had posted on my facebook wall about serena williams and i did a psa because it was pretty long and i was basically saying some of the things i said on the show sunday and um my thing (coughs) is that um i'm sick and tired of people always demeaning black women and always acting like black women are always less than and they're and we can never be the standard definition of beauty um we come in all shapes sizes colors and shades and you know we you know you might not like one black woman but another black woman might suit you need or whatever or you might not even be in a black woman it don't matter um it's just the fact that when it comes to black women we're always um pushed to the side we're always considered second class even by a lot of even by some black men you know and i put that on there and on my facebook wall and you know people were commenting and things like that and um i posted pictures of her uh on uh facebook and um twitter because i got tired of uh of a lot of people coming at her talking about she like a um a gorilla um, a lot of racist comments a lot of sexist comments uh coming at her because as far as i'm concerned she looks like me um and it matters to me and they even had articles that people posted about how all of a sudden uh every time she wins and she's won like bukus of times had surgery got sick came back and still winning and a lot of the hatred comes from uh from a very uh racist place 
um <coughs> because the particular sport she plays is predominantly white and a lot of white people don't like when black people come and dominate something that they um quote unquote they feel like they built you know um she's earned her spot there but it doesn't matter how much you quote unquote earned your spot um when you are a black athlete male or female um uh lgbtq it don't matter what you are when you are a black uh athlete um in sports uh people feel like you ought to be grateful you ought to be thankful you ought to be just glad we quote unquote allowed you to come into our presence you ought to be glad we um give you money you ought to be just glad that we're here um Whenever you show any confidence, whenever you show any cockiness, whenever you show the fact that I can do this and I'm competent and I can beat anybody you put in front of me and you do it, you make people mad. And to me, I see a lot of that uh, with her, especially with her and her sister, ever since they came into the field of golf. I mean, that golf, but tennis. Um they've been criticized they've been bashed you know um the thing about serena serena critwalked you know she does all these things and people get mad because all of a sudden they have to deal with her fucking blackness and then she turned around and she talked to them and talked to them in their own goddamn language yes i'm black but i can talk to you in your language too and let you know that i am still black and it's just one of those things where Anytime you put anything on the internet when it comes to black women, me and Roger talked about this, any, and it frustrates me. Anytime that black women party about anything, have a good time about TV shows or any, any of that shit, somebody has always got to come in, in the comments sideways. And it's very fucking frustrating because I didn't ask for that. Um, and yeah, you specifically said not to do it. Right. That was my whole point of the yeah, post. I believe you started that post with you will be unfriended, muted, blocked, whatever but uh i'm gonna talk about serena williams and you just wanted to give her props and you know to me i read that as this black girl party time uh not that nobody else could come in and say everybody was coming in giving praises and props and like she's the best she's the greatest i love her and it was as as always one asshole had to come in and say like yeah yeah she got a bad body but you know she her, her face she looked just like her daddy and you know people just kind of tried to ignore it um because everybody wanted to go on and you know talk about serena but i immediately went and looked at it and was like see this is the kind of shit people are talking about someone always got to come fuck up the party the whole thread is like can you keep your negative opinions of serena to your motherfucking self it's really not that hard to do you you can scroll right by this you can go to your own page you can do anything you want but why have to come here to draw the attention of people that are obviously having a good time celebrating her in one of her biggest victories in a, a landmark 20 years in the game? Um, why do that? And the, of course, you know, like with a lot of this shit, man, like I don't know if it's ignorance or cowardice, but as soon as I said something about it, it became like, well, all I said was she looked like her daddy. Some girls look like their daddy. I mean, and I said, no, you compared her to looking like a man. Right. In a thread where she's where my wife is obviously saying not to, you know, do shit like that. We went to uh, when I, we went to go eat and we talked about it, and you know, I was like, and then and then someone else actually tagged me on their page and was like, "Thank you, Rod, for saying something." I just laughed at this dude because Rod said that he tried to fuck up the party for Black Girl Time, and he was also like, you know everybody not liking my comment blah 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 i was like you look i don't know if you're trying to be funny or what but 
a couple women have now spoken up about it it's annoying just because they're not saying anything directly to you i'll be the person to say it you know because i one it shouldn't even be on women all the time to have to come in there and tell somebody they're out of fucking line and two i know that you don't really run your stuff like that like uh you're not very confrontational on the internet so most of them i'm not right so i was just like no man like it's not cool uh you're you're out of line as a black man uh to come in here and do that shit and he was like you know people say my daughter looks like me blah 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 i was like don't try to deflect that's not none of that shit matters none of that shit matters the right the only right answer in that situation was you're right i was trying to be funny i fucked up my My bad bad. that was the only right answer and he wanted to give like a bunch of roundabout answers and i know him since like the morning jones and whatnot i know his wife i know when they you know got you know married and shit you know if 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 his wife had posted something like that and then i came on their page trying to make a joke out of it i'm sure he would be like wow that was really inappropriate right why would he do some shit like that right and if somebody said your daughter looked like you and not in a oh acute way but in a your right. daughter looks like a man you would be offended because the exact sentence was something like her body is banging but so it wasn't a compliment Mm-mm. it was definitely some she don't look good in the face it was trying to be slick and a lot of dudes do that with serena and she's one of the few people that um i do gush over about uh how how i think she uh how good she looks uh even though i don't i try not to do that too much with anybody but i i gush over her because she's one of the people that I always get challenged for saying that shit about and it's always like out of some like weird right bro like high five right and it's like niggas fuck you like this is my opinion i think she looks good i don't no disclaimer no fucking uh parentheses no 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 asterisk marks to it i think she's fine as fuck the end of discussion um and then all the rest of the shit can die you know like i like i don't need your uh cosign on my dick like i don't need you to tell me like hey your sex drive is okay buddy like i'm fine uh i'll be the alpha male on this shit you can just shut the fuck up and typically when i say it that way most dudes back the fuck up and they just like all right because everybody's not for everyone and i don't even do that shit when people like for example zoe saldana is a person that a lot of people will look up and be like oh my gosh she's so fine she not my she not my type of person she not i'm not into Zoe Zaldana, right not saying she's ugly anything like that by traditional european beauty standards i'm right. sure she's out off the charts but for me personally when i i just don't get it i'm just like and eh, she's okay ain't got no ass blah whatever but when i see somebody say something about her i don't run up on them like no Mm-mm, she too skinny i don't say shit like that because it's not it doesn't fucking matter what i think you know what i mean that everybody has a person like that serena is the one everybody want to be vocal about though like not only can not only can i not not only can do you not like her you gotta make sure that i know you don't like her and try to convince me not to like that's some fucked up shit man and yeah he came and tried to fuck up black girl time and it totally derailed everything and nobody was liking his comments which i don't know if he was looking for a bunch of dudes to come in and be like right on dude but take that loser shit out of here you know and it and and that's not not to even insinuate anything further but it's like you have a black daughter you know what i mean you're married he's married to a a, a white lady why would you come in to specifically shit on black women partying about a black woman's beauty why would you do that like what kind of sick shit is that man 
like it's, like i said man i just walked away from it and i was like no we won't be friends after this don't even worry about like because he was like well the next time i see you talking about somebody being ugly on your page I'm, i said you'll never see it you'll never see it you, i don't do one, that you can't name a fucking single time yet that i was on my page talking about somebody being ugly you can't even name it i don't do that my, me either i don't do that like i don't go on my page and be like man look at this bitch i don't do that no. if i'm not into it i'm just not into it into discussion you know what i mean like that like i can i can live with that and if i see it on and that's a, that's just on my page i definitely don't go to someone else's page right. and tell them that somebody's ugly that they think is attractive uninvited that's the thing you were not invited and 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 and, and, and maybe this is just me Roger, no, most of the time, especially on Facebook, I really don't post any controversial things. Most of the time, I, I keep it cute, I keep it light, ha ha ha, you know, talk to Nina and all them and go up on my business. But I felt very strong about this because I was just tired of all the negative reactions. Right. And this is my thing. This is my wow. I deleted the post. So your comments and his comments disappeared. Right. And the thread went fine without them. Right. And my thing is this sometimes people don't want to hear your see your comments it's best facebook is terrible about this but sometimes <coughs> people don't want your comments in the post especially when people are partying and they're having a good time and everything else it was unsolicited mm. and it was like you say it was us having a good time talking about her beauty talking about how beautiful she was talking about how she she killing it in the game and then for about an hour on pay facebook just to make a mad and for an hour on twitter you know so that I, all i did was post pics of her and my timeline lit up so a lot of people think that she is a beautiful woman regardless of if you think she's attractive or not she's a beautiful woman and she's a beautiful black woman and she means something to black women and it's very frustrating when you know these things happen and a lot of times people try to do everything they can to um make uh take the put like this a lot of times people put like this I can tell a joke. Like, y'all know I can take a joke. So it had been different if it was ha, 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 ha. But it didn't go like that because of the conversation he had. But you was like, okay, this this ain't no joke. You, 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 you're not really joking about well, the this. Well, the, the, people like that want to take a swipe at, <coughs> at black women. Like, is that all, y'all? Right. That's what it is. Like, it's, it's through, it's swiping at black women through, somebody that they look up to right and black women are tired of that shit very i'm tired of that shit a lot of us are tired of that shit a lot of people are tired of that shit so he didn't expect anybody to fucking challenge him or maybe he did and he thought he'd get a lot of attention out of it right but he derailed the thread yeah my thing was we ain't gotta be friends we don't talk anyway we not facebook friends cool that like to me not being my facebook friend not a big deal fuck it it, you know i'll unfriend somebody in a heartbeat is we don't get along you're being annoying and i don't feel like dealing with the shit but the the bigger picture was he was either being obtuse or he was just extremely stupid it's like there's no in between because i explained it to him in detail like yo what you're doing is fucked up and here's why and then he tried to be on some like what i don't get it i'm like so either you don't get it and you're dumb which is fine i don't like dumb friends or you do get it and you're being facetious which is also annoying you can get the fuck out of my life so you know yeah but yeah that was fucked up um speaking of beef on the on the internet uh nita baker and sherry lynn we never got to talk about this we sure didn't yep anita baker and sherry lynn got in the beef over motherfucking twitter twitter 
r&b legend <laughs> right i guess cheryl lynn just said i got to be real <laughs> but uh, they went on she went on twitter <clears throat> cheryl lynn didn't really say what exactly ignited the tweeting it, problem like she didn't say what happened before but she did she did say um we've been friends since 1980 before uh you had an album out mm, low-key shade and we were always sweet to one another i wonder what changed voice maybe oh mm-hmm sherilyn's trying to say that um anita ain't got that that sweet voice no more karen um yeah sweet love that that's one of my favorite songs mm-hmm. uh so she tweets um at anita baker i'm anita baker we're too old to be petty just call me and we can settle this like adults people look up to us we're ogs in this biz right this is all because she got blocked right i guess she found out she was blocked somehow oh she like replied you know twitter tried to make it where people block you and you could keep on tweeting but no people like "Ah, i got to get a hand the internet wanted the drama right uh i am anita baker i will always respect your artistry you're truly one of the best to ever do it i have i still have love for you hugs and kisses i've been nothing but sweet to you and i get blocked i thought and i i thought we were good it's crazy how your true (laughs) <clears throat> it's crazy how your truly colors come out at least you meant true what did i ever do to you oh i get it probably because i will sing you down on stage is that it now that's when she oh, went too far Lord. that's when she went too far i said she gonna shake it up tonight all right <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be all right it's gonna be right um uh she says uh really girl i thought we were cool I guess I should have known something was up when you ignored me. And then she put a picture of, I guess, uh, the, the actual pic, like a screenshot of the block. Um, before the story began to gain traction, Lynn took to the platform to remind everybody for all the people out there that think I'm a one hit one to check my catalog, kissy face, smiley, hugs and kisses. Cheryl Lynn also says we've been friends since 1984. You had an album out. We were always sweet to one another. Wonder what changed voice maybe. Let's see. Uh, to have someone say they're your friend, uh, wrong there. And then to one day call them and not have them call you or hate on you for no reason. Sad. Just to clear things up, there's no beef between me and Anita. I just needed answers that she wasn't given this way. Oh wait, this was the only way. Hashtag all love. Really? Mm. Yes, and the internet had jokes. First of all, you why go to the internet? It's roof don't live here. <laughs> there ain't no roof. Left the building. Oh. I'm sure Anita was giving her the best that she got. <laughs> but she could she it wasn't enough. Uh, Jennifer Holiday weighed in. Ladies, you're breaking my heart. Please stop. Cheryl, if Anita has blocked you, by the way, why Jennifer Holiday speaking all caps? She's screaming at us. Cheryl, if Anita. <laughs> that's, how, that's how she's talking. A lot <laughs> of people don't realize that. She's singing it. If she, she if, might be. If Anita has blocked you out of her life, then please move on. Blocked you out of her life, though. Mm. <laughs> 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 sound like jennifer holiday got caught up 
in the rap, in the rapture. <laughs> right somebody on twitter on twitter said that anita baker was giving her the best of them blocks <laughs> mm-hmm. i fell over i said oh lord you mm-hmm. know they had jokes for days mm-hmm. courtney songs <laughs> uh i'm not and then uh cheryl lynn says to jennifer holiday thank you for the words of wisdom my sister it's greatly appreciated you've always been a great friend in cash lock anita baker responded i'm not looking for publicity he god knows my name in my heart this is all that truly matters heart emoji abxo uh then she put love uh, uh the emoji with the two hearts for eyes says we see it for what it is we understand we battle not against the flesh abxo she went to jesus on her <laughs> conflict-based media feeds its report frees its blogs perpetuate and distort it and thrive on the creation of chaos and negativity that's some old like five percent of shit some of that was caps locks and some of that wasn't manufacturing slash creating conflict where there is none hashtag 21st century publicity abxo she basically said cheryl lynn did this shit for the publicity because nothing was popping off of cheryl lynn's career i guess she just had them same old love <laughs> and she sure wouldn't apologizing either yeah <laughs> she's well she ain't no angel you know what i mean but no one in the world Mm-mm. could bring Sherilyn joy and get that Mm-mm. unblocking Mm-mm. she had that same old love for her mm-hmm. she got caught up in the rapture of the mutes mm-hmm. uh <laughs> she wouldn't give another her good love to her <laughs> oh man what really like rvv like who else is gonna get it did tina turner get some like someone to create a bunch of fake twitter accounts like oh rv people <laughs> coming in talking shit too i'm like oh bobby womack what is where he get an account I from thought he was dead grave um but yeah cheryl i'm trying there was like three or four articles i'm trying to make sure i got all the tweets um uh, it looks like i did um but yeah that man like that'd be like your your aunt's beefing on facebook or something you know mm-hmm. like we all we all grew up listening to it like this is sunday morning clean the house music you know and you got my mama's greatest hits arguing on the internet man what the uh-huh. fuck is this? oh and then yes, nita baker was like i ain't got no more tears for you honey yeah someone t- cheryl lynn said in honor of you anita coffee cups up hugs and kisses and she took a picture of a coffee cup with the sun in the background oh lord she wasn't even sipping on it no you can tell that's old people talk she don't even know <laughs> she don't even know you supposed to be 17 <laughs> no she don't next thing you know she got a, a picture of somebody she gonna sun tea you know how to put him in the old glass jars right. who what nephew she had to go grab to, to take this picture <laughs> you know she did boy, show me how to use this damn yeah. the, what, uh, the, the samsung on uh, what button you push on this thing boy what, what um come over here boy take a picture with this ipad or the, you, you 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 jimmy my name is bitty bitty oh you, boy yeah. you. you you gotta come over here and, and bring your ass over here you're the only one in the room mm-hmm yeah you know you better come over here and the thing is everybody's always had um speculations that divas don't get along anyway <laughs> right so it ain't like <laughs> you know what i mean it ain't like that shit is so outlandish I, I you know i think well who was it that was it um patty labelle and fucking um aretha franklin where aretha franklin yeah, was, yeah like 
you know they be having that drama man like this is what this now that we got social media i guess nobody is uh, yeah you can't have that you can't put it in the book and don't nobody believe you no more yeah <laughs> but yeah she got blocked and lost her damn mind and who knows over what right maybe uh, maybe anita woke up and remember some shit from like 1982 right it was oh yeah i remember what you did block right bitch i told you not to be kissing up on ron o'neill or whatever the fuck i don't know what old nigga they were were beefing over (laughs) two-tone larry (laughs) for all they know i told you to i told you to uh to to leave uh everybody from the gap band alone (laughs) right you know you know i had my eye on all of them all of them girl uh bobby flay got uh his um uh finally got a star in the walk of fame um but uh things might not have went too well uh did he cheat on his ex-wife stephanie march somebody thinks so uh they're not having the easy divorce uh flay's been accused of cheating on his wife with january jones who people might know from mad men is uh uh betty draper okay she was also that's her real uh, name january jones yeah okay she was also an x-men first class she played the white queen uh and 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 an assistant and he also recently put his wife's boob job on blast and on the record in a court hearing over her medical expenses but someone march a friend of march who knows nobody knows she's saying it's not her by the way uh is having a little fun with it flay was honored with the hollywood walk of fame star tuesday when the shadow of a plane suddenly loomed overhead its message quickly became clear and what the darkest side of my personality hopes is just start of a series of women scoring pranks okay uh is the pitch it was a plane flying over that said cheater so <laughs> so i hired a plane you know those planes that drag uh those messages yeah, yeah drag so, messages throughout the sometimes sky they be like, i will love you or they'll uh will you marry me or sometimes they'll be the ones that uh for um business promotions and shit like that mm-hmm. yeah and uh someone paid for a plane to say a cheater oh so, yeah that's real petty mm-hmm. and i support it somebody was like because I, I i tweeted this story out and uh i said petty you know you know sometimes i leave a caption with the story and this girl was like well he did cheat and he blah 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 i was like whoa 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 i didn't say i wasn't for it i said it was petty i support <laughs> yeah. pettiness yes fuck it uh sometimes you gotta do that man ain't nothing wrong with that uh let's talk about some uh some nudity when it comes to being in these streets uh restaurants there's an all-male oh wait actually no 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 no. let's not do that let's not do that let's say that for jl he's the perfect person to talk about that with let's talk about something else um uh nypd cop stole a dead man's credit card and bought a diamond ring what is going on with cops these days especially new york police department cops i mean damn it's like they're black people the way they doing all these crimes oh right right <laughs> they will be neighbor thugs right it's like they, it's like they're what they think we are manhattan district attorney announced that yimiko pierre 30 30 years old a new york police department officer uh uh he got indicted for using a deceased individual's credit card the defendant is charged 
in new york state supreme court with criminal possession of a stolen of stolen property identity theft attempted grand larceny and official misconduct court the documents filed in court and the statements made on record in court um on july 14 2014 he was on duty as a uniformed patrol officer in the sixth precinct of manhattan he responded to a request for the wellness check for a wellness check upon entry to discover the defendant discovered a 65 year old male resident of the apartment who had been suffering from medical issues and had died i wonder what else he stole right all the change his coin collection <laughs> the, the money in the mattress the defendant used an individual samsung galaxy phone to contact the relative pursuant to her official duties pierre also also as a woman voucher vouchered some of the descendants property uh including a Citibank mastercard however two days later the defendant allegedly used the credit card information to purchase a diamond ring valued at more than thirty two hundred dollars from zales a, a jewelry retailer Ooh. because police officers take an oath to protect the serve they are held to a higher standard of behavior in the course of their duties in this case the defendant is accused of disgraceful conduct by using the credit card information of a dead man to buy expensive jewelry no grieving relative should have to worry about alleged theft and misconduct by a uniformed officer in the aftermath of a loved one's passing the descendant's uh relative was uh our decedent's relatives were was notified by the company of the possible credit card fraud and alerted the vendor before the jewelry was delivered to the alleged address to the address allegedly specified by pierre so she didn't get the shit yep did not even get it and the address was a home of an associate and personal reference the defendant listed on their application for the nypd when they applied what a dumbass why don't you just go pick the shit up because that's the only way you're gonna be able to walk out with it then they'd be on camera picking it up oh that's true probably thought they were smart figuring that one out huh right um all right so um what about this one a stanford man had to call 911 after a four-hour standoff with an aggressive cat. Told y'all. For the record, people, you know, think I'm joking when I said, like, a a fucking dedicated squirrel could probably, like, give me a fight for my life. Everybody likes to laugh at this dude. Oh, you were scared of an eight-pound cat? Did it have claws and teeth? Yes, nigga. Right. I would be scared too if a cat just decided like that's I'm what, taking a house today. Right. Yeah, he gonna fucking take. I'll be one of the white folks on the phone talking about um. Yes, it's a cat. Um, y'all gonna have to get fluffy. Right. Uh, this one of the reasons gonna tear my ass up. This is one of the reasons that I personally would never own a fucking cat. Yeah, I told y'all cats don't give a fuck, and the people were talking. About, Why ain't we got a cat park? Why wow, so they can tear the fester fucking restaurant up? right yeah why can't and i bring my cat to the restaurant right. have you ever seen a cat on the leash of course not they're evil right and, and attack the people at the restaurant tearing them up no yeah that's amazing yeah they picked on this dude and i saw everybody saying like oh he, he got scared of a cat like yeah nigga because cats are fucking evil yeah you can't be I, mad yeah, at him I'm, I, I, I don't too much like too many animals just just period because i've been traced by him i've been attacked by him and pecked at by birds and this bullshit no yeah I, I mean if I, i'm scared of fucking bees and shit right of course i'm gonna be scared of and a i'm cat. a thousand times bigger than a bee thousand right. times bigger no thank you uh yeah stanford um they call, he called wednesday to report his cat was attacking him 
Mohammed Lockman made the call around 1.30 a.m. Wednesday to say he could not get into his Avenue, Shipman Avenue home because his nearly eight-pound cat was too aggressive. Have a problem in my home. I cannot go inside, he said. Right. Uh, if, I think I actually got the call. Right. If 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 if, if your cat, if you a cat owner, your cat be like, this bitch is mine. What you, what, what is you really going to do? The right. cat got the house. Stand for 911 with the address of your emergency. Hi, my name is Mohammed Lockman. Okay. I have a problem in my home. I cannot go inside in my home. What's the problem? The problem is that my cat was getting too aggressive, and I was inside, and he attacked. She attacked me, and she scratched me in my leg and bite me. So me and my wife we come outside, and now we cannot go in the home like a three four hours. Okay, and this is your, you said a cat. Yeah. Okay, so where's the cat? Sorry? Where is the cat? In my my home. In the house, bitch. Okay, and... So you can already hear she's basically calling him a bitch. Right, the cat. Uh, you, you said a, a cat? Yes, a fucking cat. And it's in your home. Where's the cat? Bitch, I said <clears throat> I left it. I left him in the house. Now, now, if y'all showed up and it was a dead cat, I gotta go to jail, right? Right. Just fuck y'all. Come get it. You want Correct. the police to to come and remove the cat? What, <coughs> what is the problem? Like, yeah, we'll have to go inside the home because we we'll remove the cat. Okay. Okay. Shit. Get on it. <laughs> right. Fuck is taking you so long? A lot of times I have to get animal control. That'd be the problem too. But it don't matter. Get their asses. Call the animal control person. Don't call and get their ass out here. Um, I don't know. Was something wrong with the cat? Like it? Oh, fucking! Why is she asking all these fucking questions. Yes, obviously something's wrong with the cat. That's why I, you think I call you every day. I come home and my cat is acting. Is is my cat is home? No, I call when it's acting stupid. Come get what? it. Do you think my cat's fucking Debo? Come on. This cat is broken. Is this a send to the Chinese place up the street? We don't know the really true. She had the baby last night. Okay. And then she was good until like 10, 11 o'clock today. And I come from outside and then um, I changed my clothes and just I sit in the bed and he started to attack me. And and then after we locked her in another room, but... She uh, we was in another room and then we go out and start to attack again, and we cannot move, we cannot do anything. Now we come out and we were waiting in the parking like a three four hours. It's so aggressive and so mad. He already been out there three or four hours. So oh my you, god! Right, so he trying to be patient and, and the, cat, the cat obviously not calming down. Right, so whatever is frustrating the cat, I don't give a fuck. Come get the cat. You know, because like you said, if I retaliate and go in there and do something to the cat, I get arrested. You come and get this fucker. Right. Peter ain't... Well, where's Peter for shit like this? Why they don't got a hotline? Oh. Just five minutes ago, I tried to open the door again. And she waiting in the door and it was too much screaming and noise and it coming like attacking mode. Okay. All right. And what's your name again? Lockman. L-O-K-M-A-N. She's like, okay, I can't. Yeah, she don't sound I like she I can't convince even... him to, to not do this. Right. She was basically trying to convince him to hang up, but she didn't know. You know, she don't record it, so she can't be like, you called me for this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not proud. He's not too proud to 
have me come out there god they, damn it they better than me because they be like now nah, i'm wait. bitch it's a goddamn cat out here y'all better bring y'all ass down here. i've been outside for fucking do y'all better come get this motherfucking cat before i right. kill it come get it like that's how my car would be they be like ma'am calm down that like they would have to calm me down they must have figured nobody gonna get an attitude if they scared of a cat so. right and, and then you start asking me the question you probably didn't make me you ask me all these motherfucking questions bring your ass out here call animal control bitch i need to get back in my home it's time to watch tv and the, and the cat don't know how to control the dvr what's your first name mohammed m-o-h-a-m-m-e-d and you're in a parking lot yeah i'm in a parking yeah are you in a vehicle yeah what kind uh my uh, car is Audi. What color is it? It's gray. All right, we'll send the police over. Okay. All right, bye. Thank you. Well, I said the cat can fuck the police up, too. Good. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Everything works out. Yeah, if they smart, I'd be like animal control. Animal control ought to be an option. Like now, with so many people having pets and shit, they well, probably is an option. Nobody knows the number off the top of their head, though. And that's true. Yes, yeah, so true. So you call nine one one, and then you get them. They need to send. Fuck, send the canine unit out. Dogs hate cats. Do I, something. I mean, because when they actually they go police a fire, it ought to be police fire animal control. Like there ought to be three options. Yeah. Uh, all right, man. Uh, let's get into some of our other segments with our games um of course the first one is a game we like to call fucking with black people just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people where we go around the globe to one place this time and talk about how much we feel fucked with as black people from zero to 100 intervals of 25 today's contestants mckinney texas oh yes come on down swimming pool come on down now karen i don't know if you've seen the video Mm -mm. early one sunday morning uh some black kids tried to go swimming um mckinley in mckinley texas and then sunday morning a video service of police uh descending upon the kids as they were it looked like appeared to be trying to leave the pool mm-hmm. and um yeah i heard about it but nah. yeah and uh you know the cops were on fleek um and of course uh the kids being black were criminals so they needed to be beat up and uh that was pretty much the whole story yeah uh it took place over the weekend in mckinney texas there was a re- where a resident was having a pool party allegedly neighbors were concerned about a large group of black children who were in attendance at the event uh they were invited so not sure why that was a problem because they were guests but okay Authorities arrived immediately to the predominantly white neighborhood and proceeded to chase and handcuff the frightened party goers. Um, yeah, these children lived in this neighborhood too. Uh, they did. Yeah, most of the most of the children lived in the neighborhood. Yes, or were invited by people in the neighborhood, and that was the problem. They assumed that they didn't belong there. What is this thing? Why is this playing? Shut up. The McKinney Police Department, in a city about 30 miles north of Dallas, said the video on social media has raised concerns that are under investigation. 
The incident occurred on Friday and raised questions on social media about racial bias and policing, since most of the people targeted by the officer were black teens in a multi-race crowd. Right, and that's the thing. They and and I, and it is important to see Karen, so I am going to play it, uh, and I I'll put it in the chat room as well. Uh, now, while it is kind of difficult to watch, it's not difficult because someone got killed or there's blood everywhere which is didn't that tell you what a bar is by the way for uh these sorts of incidents these days uh no one dies or anything but it's just difficult to watch because they're kids you know but um it is important to see it you know to talk about in my belief now as you'll see right there at the four second mark a police officer uh performs a high a tactical maneuver known as a barrel roll i don't know why did he roll in there like that dude on that movie we just seen a mall cop too yes he does a paul blart mall cop uh and we have not just seen that movie i don't know what you're talking about I've oh no, no i mean, I mean not seen that movie i mean seen the previews for it my bad yeah, uh but he does uh yeah don't slander my name like that but he does no a, i haven't seen either one of the mall cop uh, movies. fucking barrel roll into you know into the scene I don't know. It looked like a Hollywood movie. Like, all right, and action. What the fuck was the barrel roll for? With that chasing kids, like, I mean, I mean, they're chasing on high speed. Like, the kids are armed and dangerous. Damn, fucking bathing suits. Right. So they start arresting some of the kids. No, 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 it wasn't his. It wasn't his. It was so now they're harassing the wrong kids, by the way. Don't, don't take off running when the cops get here. What's up, man? Oh, thank you. It was, it was now, this cop being kind of reasonable, right? I mean, this cop personally showed up, uh, chased those kids down, talked to them, and said, hey, don't run when the cops show up which is something that pretty much every single adult i've ever come across black white indifferent has told me don't just run from the cops because you can get killed cops are crazy okay guys i appreciate it none of them were involved okay that's what i'm saying it was this guy it was that guy which is sad white girl had to come and tell them none of them were involved (laughs) right and then of course you believe that because she's white now whoever has a camera must be white because they're not doing anything to them right now this cop is rambo he's just get your ass on the ground dragging people to the ground telling them to lay down and shit like he and the other cop was just talking to him a second ago this is one of the reasons i never make a distinction between quote-unquote good and bad cops the out of control cop immediately assumes the lead in every single one of these videos i've ever seen whichever cop is out of control no one ever goes hey dude calm the fuck down they join right in with him. So he takes off running, makes kids lay down in the middle of the uh, grass that were just standing in the street not doing anything. He rounding them up or some shit? Right. He's yelling at, at the girls in bathing suits to get their ass out of there. So I said they didn't do anything. now there's a there's a girl right here this bathing suit now how old do you think she is karen 
she got to be a teenager right 13 14 maybe max okay so she walks through while they're head while he's handcuffing sir we just came for a birthday party please please sir Yeah, a lot of these children lived in the neighborhood. They just... He's just standing around looking for more black people to arrest. Keep in mind, not a single white person is in custody, on the ground, being detained, anything. Not even being talked to by the police. It's just, come get the black kids. The officer, I can't find something. He said, I don't care, sit down. Yo, Richard, what color was it? I know where it is. There's some white dude with jorts on that's just walking around. I, like, the fuck do you have to do with this? You know what I mean? You're not a cop, and it, you know what I mean? Like a black kid walking around gets arrested. Don't make me fucking run around here with thirty pounds of goddamn gear on the sun. Don't make me walk around here with thirty pounds they basically told the black girls they have to leave they can't sit around and talk so they they go to start leaving one girl says something to him about leaving and then they walk off and then he's yelling at them they leaving and he's like get your ass going like they're already leaving said keep running your mouth So then I some girl said something. I don't know if she said something about her mother or whatever, but you can see right here in the top corner, he goes and grabs her and slams her to the ground by her hair. And so the other girls came back almost reflexively to, like, protect her, you know, because that's their friend. And she wasn't doing anything, and he slammed her to the ground like a fucking NFL player. Um, and so, who was that fucking other white dude? right who knows right i think he might be the dude that called the cops who knows i don't know so then um the these other two black kids come over these black dudes and almost instinctively to to protect her because this dude is you know being he's brutalizing her and what's the other officer that was with him oh they all turn right they all turn a blind eye when this shit happens don't worry they'll come back in a second so these black dudes walked up to tell him to stop and he immediately goes for his gun so they run off before he can shoot them. Wow. And here, and here come the two other cops, like at the end, you know, like coming in, chasing after the guys. And then the, the 14 year old girl's like, I want my mama. Now, what about someone yelling, I want my mama makes you go, I'm a, I need to slam this child on the ground because that's what he does next. Meanwhile, buddy in the George just sitting there chilling he shouldn't be there he's the dude in the shorts shouldn't be there. Yeah, i don't know if he's undercover or what i have no idea maybe he called i don't know so then he slept he tries to make her lay on the ground slams her head into the ground forcefully she's and she's obviously traumatized she's freaking out yelling she wants to see her mom like this isn't about her resisting arrest if you walk up to any human being and slam them on the fucking ground and that didn't do anything wrong they're gonna freak out you know these aren't criminals these are kids well, you know, in America, you don't get to be a kid and be black. Mm-mm. So I guess George's buddy, uh, so, so yeah, so the cop now has her head on the pin to the ground. 
drags her um drags onto her stomach puts his knee on her back full weight she's crying somebody said that's my sister Uh, it sounded like he said y'all can film it or something i don't know He tried to tell the people filming to leave at this point, because somebody somebody was like, "Oh, he he said I don't know if he said she he slammed her or whatever." He said, "No, I didn't." Oh, he said he pulled out his gun on her. He said, "No, I didn't." Now get out of here. This is a dude that's just completely out of out of his depth. <laughs> so I say you're not gonna be a cop no more. I love these kids. Right, because they say he resigned. Yeah, well we'll get to that, Karen. Spoiler alert. Cause fuck him. As an older black man that tried to come over, and I don't know if he tried to talk to her or what, try to make sure that she's okay, which it just tells you, man, like, where we're at. Because, like, the older black dude that I don't know if he lives in this nice neighborhood or whatever, but he clearly, you know, understands that that girl's in distress, but he knows it ain't shit he can do. And you can't even reason with the police officer, Mm-mm. even as an older citizen. Like, you're not a troublemaking kid at the party. He ain't gonna listen to you. So the only thing he's doing is like, girl, you okay? But it's just showing you how impotent the black men are in the face of this type of brutality. It's nothing. Right. Like, people say black men don't care about black women and the stuff and the abuse that they face. And to some extent, I think it is true. Uh, shit, to a large extent, it's true. But also, it's been kind of trained out of black people, black men. Like, black women have been in distress their entire history of being in America. Of course. And a lot of the emasculation of black men has been about making sure that we can't be in positions to help our women. Mm-hmm. To make sure that we're seen as, you know, if if a black, if a white dude is brutalizing a black woman, then the only thing we can do is sit there and watch. That That's it. And that creates a rift between black men and black women about our own masculinity and lack thereof and an inability to gain authority and then you have these a lot of guys i think for centuries now trying to overcome overcompensate by being even more misogynistic towards black women in a gambit to like prove that we still can hold on to our masculinity but black women have never been the enemy nope but you but but i don't even think people look at it that deep they don't know where their own psychosis comes from right because because the thing is like we're not the enemy but somehow we became the enemy right because you got to see us at our weakest and our most inept so it's like your your look of us you're looking at us reminds us of what we can't accomplish not what we can you know which is sad because to me that's just more programming that has worked that and people aren't even trying to actively unprogram themselves. They're just accepting it and being like, fuck these black women then. 
right that you know the same black women that love and care and support you you know all black women don't look at all black men like they ain't shit right you know i don't know where this theory came from but we actually love our black men we love and support them despite how they treat us despite how they spit on our faces despite how they rape us despite the things we do to them we still will will be the biggest protester if something happens to them right and and like you saw here those kids in those guys the boys they instinctively came to her aid and what happened they got chased off almost got shot like it like it is ingrained to like it is like beat this message into you do not try to help these black women so george guy finally realizes maybe this is not a good scene i should probably get the fuck out of here no idea who he was by the way still got kids cuffed uh sitting on the ground mm-hmm. he's still he, by the way this entire time he's full weight has been on the back of this black girl right and she's got on like a bathing suit man right. like, what about her saying she's violent she like there's no way she's got weaponry and stuff he finally got off her back just now and i and shout out to the person who kept filming because that's the only reason he did it she like that person kept filming and he eventually got like the embarrassment started taking over for the adrenaline and he's like fuck like i know at some point he's like i am losing my job this was stupid Mm -hmm. bear rolling on the scene it's a goddamn comedy scene she's still crying saying please call my mom if anything you're talking about a lawsuit and it's probably because he took the word of someone who called the police like you know all these people are criminals and shit they bring this they they brought one of the black kids back the one that tried to like stop it Mm -hmm. and he looks like he's been beaten or something like you see that limp he had Uh, he wasn't walking right look at look at him uh he's about to come in the frame in a second in the top right but he like he's not walking right they like i don't maybe he's just tired but you know they might have done something to him he's fucked up and they just lay him on the ground and he's still yelling telling people to go home Yeah, he must have got hit in the mouth. He's spitting out blood, man. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. That's his lesson. Don't be trying to help. Don't be trying to help no black women out. And now they're finally handcuffing her. and then that's where the video is okay so that was uh the initial like what hit twitter everybody saw the video disgusting 
you know what i mean like really no other words yeah, that was for my it. first time watching it you know me if you don't put it on here i'm not watching this shit yeah well i one part of our job is that we relay a lot of this information to another audience that's true uh so i do want to keep up on shit like yeah this. I'm, I'm I, glad. I don't enjoy it at all mm-hmm. like someone sent me a video on facebook today like of two dudes fighting on the train like look rod black on black violence and i said why the fuck would you send this to me right i don't revel in any of this shit so so it's not it's, it's not the same right like it's not like I, I get any enjoyment out of this shit um but secondly um we need i think you need to see it because then all the whirlwind that goes on around it and the discussions that happen around it we need to talk about that's true uh white mckinney resident uh told the news the cop deserves a medal for pulling the gun on black kids at a pool party did you see anything metal worthy in that video Mm-mm. right well this person he wasn't did. saving them right what was he saving them from the chlorine in the water he's live there in mckinney texas and so i know you've been talking to people in the neighborhood can you help us understand how this whole thing started what are people telling you well, uh, believe it or not, Brooke, many of the residents I spoke to here are actually siding with the police officer, saying he was even justified when he unholstered uh, unhol- his weapon. I've spoken to residents here. Uh, uh, trust us, we believe it. It's a white neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Both black and white, and they say that this is not about uh, race or racism in this subdivision, about 45 minutes north of Dallas. Not about race. They only harass the black kids. Uh, but what it is, it is about here to the residents of this community are teenagers who did not listen or pay attention to the rules. They say about 70 teenagers were here at this pool uh, early Friday night and that it was relatively calm. There was a, a party going on. A DJ was here. Uh, people were having a good time. But so things this was started planned. to get out of control when teenagers started jumping <coughs> the pool fence that you see behind me here. Uh, one resident I spoke to said that she was a witness from start to finish, even before that cell phone camera started rolling. Uh, she said she wants the truth out there, but she also says that she's concerned about her safety. She wasn't willing to go on camera. Her safety, okay. Her safety. Because she says residents here who are siding with police have received death threats. Get the fuck out of here. I want everyone to know that that police officer, along with everyone else, they were completely in the right and protecting everyone. He was not out of line. I completely support him drawing his weapon or a taser or whatever it was that he did pull because he was being attacked from behind. I believe that if your life is threatened... He was being attacked from behind, Karen? attack was anyone did you we watched this video did you see him be attacked no and and the 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 thing the thing that frustrates me about a lot of people that says the, the dumb shit that this woman is saying they're not your children they're not your children and because they're not your children they don't look like your children they don't look like anybody related to you uh you don't see a problem with them being treated as less than um because the thing is is that he didn't treat them like they were humans he came he came on the scene aggressive he didn't come on the scene to talk he didn't come on the scene to be reasonable Mm -hmm. you know any of that so when you you come and the biggest thing about it you're dealing with fucking children you're dealing with children yeah you're not dealing with adults every right to pull a gun he, he probably didn't intend on using it um i'm i feel then you haven't been paying attention to the news he probably didn't intend on using it okay apparently you haven't seen anything stupid horrible for mckinney pd and the backlash that they're getting for this 
they are here to protect and serve. They were doing their jobs. I think he deserves a medal for what he did. I really do. I don't believe he was out of line one bit. Those kids were taunting them and cursing them out, have no respect for authority, and as soon as their parents got here, they didn't even care one bit about how they were treating the officers and why they got into that situation. Now, of course, not everyone who has seen that video of the officer wrestling that 15-year-old girl to the ground and unholstering his gun, not everyone supports him. I spoke to a group of uh, young black men who were at this pool party, and they also tell me, Brooke, that it isn't about race, and they didn't feel that they were uh, targeted for being <coughs> black, but they did say uh, that they do not agree with the officer's actions. They say uh, it was disgusting, unjustified, and there's absolutely no reason why he should have done what he did. How come those Bro, black kids aren't on camera? Because I have a hard time believing all those black kids thought, no, it's not, it's just coincidental that they only harassed the black kids. Right. It's not like they came and they just grouped everybody out there and just mm-hmm. put them all, like, you know, put them all together. And like, we don't know what the fuck happening. We gonna, we gonna take everybody down. Okay. Yep. I still had a problem with, you know, you harassing children, but I understand that, but that's not what happened. And this is a long storied history in America of white people not wanting black people at their pools. Like pool integration is actually a thing. Like, yes, it is. It's such a thing that it's become a running joke about black people not being able to swim. Right. Black people have not been allowed to swim. Even after laws were passed that legalized, uh, you know, that, that enforced segregation and said, hey, the public pool now is black people can come there. People are poor acid in pools. People have beaten people. <laughs> uh beating black people and uh, for coming to trying to dare come into their pool and a pool in these fenced in areas and a lot of these places it symbolizes community i have personal experience like i actually never dealt with this kind of shit in our neighborhood when i was a kid until my parents got to a nice neighborhood that was mostly white Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden they took down a basketball goal because too many black kids were coming playing basketball. Right. You know, like like it like this is the kind of shit that you feel. It started modifying shit. Yeah, white flight is real, but white flight the impetus for it comes from within inside, which which is this racist feeling of like we need to keep these black people away from us. And that feeling can have deadly consequences when you're calling nine one one on kids like they're fucking criminals for swimming in the pool. You know, for having a pool party, they gotta go now. What do you want them locked up? And then, the, and then for this woman to defend that officer as if nothing he did could have possibly been wrong. Nothing. He did. Every, he deserves a medal. Okay. Um. But yeah. So, um, one homeowner and her daughter say that the, those neighbors confronted some teens uh, when they went outside and began taunting them and their guests with racial slurs before starting a fight. Tatiana Rose, who lives in, I think, actually, I have video. Let me see if I can play this. Refresh your camera. Oh, all right, hold on. Let me refresh my camera, and then I'll do it. All right, give me a okay, second. because you're just black. Yo, I just asked the chat room if I was froze. And you off camera, by the way. I don't know what happened. Me either. What's going on here? On. Let me uh, put myself back on camera. All right, so I should be moving. Everybody should be able to hear me now um all right cool and then karen you can get back on whenever you want mm-hmm. but but yeah so i've dealt with this so anyway there's this girl and by the way she's a teenager i don't even know how old she is 14 i think or something uh oh no she's 19 year old oh all right i guess i gotta take it back because a lot of people was like look at the titties on this girl because she has some big old titties but 
I was like, she she was having a little party Girl, with her friends. Right. Like, she can't just be a nineteen year old that's describing this. We got to be like, look at the titties on her. But okay, nineteen. I guess I got to calm calm down. So basically what happened was me and my sister and a few friends made a cookout. And um, I basically, to sum it up, when I went to go get my key pass from someone, this lady was saying racial slurs to some friends that came to the cookout. What kind of slurs was she saying? She was, she was saying things such as black effort, and that's why you live in Section 8 homes. There, there's also a male that was saying uh, rude things, and this 14-year-old girl named Grace, which is my brother's friend, stood up for us saying that's not right, shouldn't do that, that's racist, and things like that. So then they started um, verbally abusing her saying that she needs to do better for herself, be better for herself, cursing at her. And I'm saying, no, that's wrong. She's 14. You should not say things like that to a 14-year-old. And they're like, um, well, you need to go back where you're from and things like that, telling me um, I need to go back to my Section 8 home and stuff like that. So um, I said, excuse me. And then the other lady, her name's Kate, came up to me and she smacked me in my face. She that was Kate to, White, to Black. Kate Caucasian. Caucasian okay. And she went and she hit me in my face, and that's when both of the women attacked me. Okay. And just for clarity, you live in this neighborhood. Is yes, that I live in okay. Craig All right. Most of the people that attend the event also live in Craig Ranch. Yes. Is that right? Okay. And mom, did you want to say anything? You can just say your I'm, name for me. My name is Lashana Burks. Yes, ma'am. I'm, I'm just upset that we couldn't have a peaceful event and if it was any issues that they truly had that they should have came to me the adult that was here at the event and said hey you know we don't want the kids whatever then let me handle it and not go to that extreme right and most of the kids here were like classmates with them that were invited and things of that nature so like in the area okay right. so it was you know food and everything yes ma'am okay all right thank you I so so yeah you have you know basically racism popping off like you know i figured most of us figured anyway but a lot of people like let's see what happened before but do you tell me what's a more likely story that these kids were there just randomly deciding to just be ratchet and racist and they not and ridiculous and not well behaved and they don't know they not from this neighborhood and they invaded or some racist people called 911 because they seen too many black people and got scared. Mm-hmm. You tell me what happened. What probably happened. And the thing about it, it was mixed. It was all colors of people out there. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like if you see the video. But it, they only arrested the black ones. Right. By the way, God, the God bless them little young kids that think that that shit wasn't racist. Like, I'm glad life has worked out well for you. But you'll look back on that and be like, oh, coincidentally um the mckinney texas officer who was placed on leave at first he's placed on leave uh paid leave after pulling his gun on unarmed teenagers has reportedly been identified eric casebolt casebolt has apparently deleted his twitter and leaked in accounts but uh what appears to be his youtube profile and with it a video playlist titled police training remains heavy.com pulled photos of his linkedin before he deleted it uh that seemed to verify his identity as the officer in the video the same handle used for youtube profile decay 73 per the google catch is or cache i don't know case anyway in in use until recently by someone also identifying himself as eric caseboat on twitter 
the mckinney police department did not immediately return the call for comment his youtube playlist features a dozens of videos with titles like man attacks baltimore police officer man sucker punches cop gets kicked in the face chief tells the truth that black people don't want to hear so so a lot of that you know we're gonna deliver this justice to these niggers and show on that type mm-hmm. of shit you know let me show a rider getting punched in the face that tells you right there what kind of shit he uh signed up to the force for all would appear to reflect the mindset that police officers are entitled to use any and all force necessary to subjugate those they ostensibly to protect and serve that's the other thing that white woman was like he was out here to protect and serve what did it like he was protecting the serving those kids Mm-mm. what was he protecting them from what was he serving them other than a fucking knee in the back you know and that's one of the things i've been trying to like i, I had this conversation at wing night with some of my friends and you know they're white people and i was like telling them because one of them was like and, and a lot of white people do this shit and it's uh they want to have camaraderie and most of the time black people their black friends let them off the hook because it's the closest that you can get to agreeing on something and they do this move tell me if you're black tell me if you've heard this before <clears throat> look man it's not about black it's not about white it's not a race thing it's about the fact that rich people are trying to make us turn on each other so that we'll be fighting at each other's throats and you know meanwhile they just get richer and richer and get away with everything right i've heard that so many times in my life and i was like no that's the dumbest shit right i was like it's with not that about, argument right there yeah yeah i was like it's not about that Mm-mm. it's not about that at all let me tell you something regular ass white people that benefit from racism also call the police and have them come out and get these black kids this right. wasn't about like fucking um george w bush calling the military on these kids this was somebody who lives in this neighborhood and decided that even though many of these kids are also residents of the neighborhood they don't belong they should be in section 8 housing they don't belong in their pool because they're black so how could they possibly need to be here and why so many of them you see what i'm saying so like that's not a rich thing Mm -mm. that's not the man coming down on us that is somebody that is effectively using the tools that have been provided through racism systematic oppression and society to to and, and saying descend upon these people when you see them see their skin color and assume criminality and treat them as such so you can't just say this is a rich thing or a class thing this is a white versus black thing i'm sorry you know and it of course not all white all black but you know what i mean like this Mm -hmm. the way that this was the way that this issue is framed anything else is just being disingenuous about what happened here and you don't really want to have a discussion right you derailing the conversation right and i I refuse to have that kind of discussion you you did that people do this kind of shit because they're just like outsider you don't belong white you think you think white people don't invite their friends to the pool all the goddamn time come on now i we have pools we have uh friend passes i've been in neighborhoods where you can bring your friends and have a party and shit but it's something about the fact that it was a bunch of black kids that triggered people to call the goddamn police um there's something that was obviously planned they had a dj so it's not it's not like they probably didn't get approval you know what i'm saying so i was like right. you basically just ruined the, the kids party or whatever the fuck they was, was having out it there. got too black right um a white parent it says here um 
black and white witnesses agree mckinney pool party fight started when white mothers slapped a black teen uh and they put the picture up um of the witnesses talking about it um but yeah they um they basically said uh, let's see um usually this would be typical he said she said down racial lines but what makes his eyewitness account even more compelling is that brandon books the 15 brooks the 15 year old boy who shot the pool party video is corroborating rose's claims he's a white kid which you can tell because the police let him film the whole thing and didn't bother him the cops showed up and the parents immediately started yelling you need more cops there's too many of them and most of the kids weren't even involved it was a fight between mom and the girl which had nothing to do with all the other kids that she apparently needed more cops for so her punk ass started a fight and then they called the cops like look at these negroes i was one of the only white people in the area when this that was happening you can see part of the video where she tells us to sit down and he kind of like skips over me and tells all my african-american friends to go sit down He's talking about when the cops showed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, when asked about the most shocking part of the clip, the moment when a young girl in a bathing suit is pinned down, face down to the ground, he said, I think she was quote unquote running her mouth and she has freedom of speech and that was very uncalled for to throw her to the ground. He continued, when he pulled his gun, my heart dropped. As soon as he pulled his gun, I thought he was going to shoot that kid. That was very scary. Yeah. By the way, man, um, and shout out to my man Owen um, from uh, Canada. And he used to call in and ask us, like, right, you guys talk about a lot of political stuff, but you guys don't really talk about the NSA. You don't really talk about privacy. You don't really talk about drone attacks. You don't really talk about Guantanamo. You don't really talk about some of these things. And I told him that's because black people in America already know that rights are an option. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? We don't even have the right to fucking freedom of speech when you're talking to a cop. You don't have that right. Like, we already know that all these rights are at will and, like, employment. Like, they give them to you as it is convenient to them. The second that you exercise it in a manner where they're not okay with, your rights are gone. Yeah. We don't talk about Second Amendment rights. They kill black people for having toy guns in the Walmart in the toy gun section. Like, what rights? Right. And and also, to me, the, the thing is, is that for black people, when you're in a place where you don't have to worry about certain things like going outside your home, uh, being uh, racially profiled and all this other stuff. Your ideas, you can think about surveillance. You can think about fight for gun rights. You, you can, because your mind isn't concerned on if I leave this house, will I get shot? If I get in my car, will I make it home? If I walk down the street, will i make it back you know yeah you're afforded a certain level of privilege where you can expect you have the reasonable expectation of i can walk around with an ar-17 or whatever ar-15 because that is what is legally um <coughs> legally my right right and 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 we've seen a hundred videos of cops pulling guys over and talking to them sir uh we just came to check on you <clears throat> well it's my right i can have a gun this is my first amendment you know second amendment right whatever and they let it go mm-hmm we've seen that that didn't happen with black people you don't mm. see any of those videos they don't exist no because <clears throat> like you say we completely understand that rights don't mean a motherfucking thing when somebody has authority over you to do what the fuck they want to and people have a tendency to forget that megan kelly was talking about the incident on um, fox news wow this is all the volume they got let me turn it up Texas tonight, where police are under fire tonight after video surfaced of one officer's response to an out-of-control party Friday night. 
In a tape that has now been seen by millions, a McKinney police officer can be seen drawing his weapon. By the way, let me just stop right there. You notice the subtle things that they do in the storytelling. <coughs> Sorry. In the storytelling to uh, kind of put you on their side, on, on like a very biased view. An out of control party. When was the party out of control? Mm-mm, party was not a control. party was not the kids look reasonable sir i need to call my mom sir we were just here attending the party I, the cops seem out of control sit your ass down shut up don't talk to me don't where you going get lay on the ground dude, you know like that dude escalated shit with the way he barrel rolled into the motherfucking scene right he started in on 10 i i think if he would have responded like some of the first officers the shit would have never got to this right. point the officers that rolled up and said sir son now don't run from us out those officers were doing just fine and then this motherfucker decided to go goddamn terminator right he kicked the door in and then started issues and all those was like god and i guarantee you this is not the first time he done this bullshit before tackling one 14 year old girl and pinning her down that officer is now suspended while an investigation unfolds mark Furman is a fox news contributor and a former lapd homicide detective richard fowler is a nationally syndicated mark Furman, mr uh oj simpson is a nigger Okay. Radio host. Mark, let me ask you, because you've defended a lot of cops on this show when videotapes come out that don't necessarily look that good for them. What do you say about this guy? Well, what I what I don't like, Megan, is uh, him drawing his weapon. Uh, clearly, when you look at the background, instead of the officer or the young girl on the ground, you see a middle-class community with manicured lawns and people that are dressed nicely and kids that are dressed nicely. So we're not talking about the ghetto, some, you know, hotbed of crime activity there. And you, yeah. So you can't use the convenient black-on-black crime excuse. Is what he's saying. You kind of wonder when he drew that weapon if those two young boys wouldn't have run. If they would have run towards the officer or he would have made contact, I think this would have turned out very ugly. So that's hard to defend. Uh, the other thing is, is what did he know when he got there? Uh, what did he know <coughs> before he got Those bullets could have hit some innocent white people. Got there, mm-hmm. And why did he ever run into this by himself before what, other what units arrived? What about the takedown of the 14-year-old girl, Mark? Because that's the most brutal part of this. And you see him, you know, bending well, her I, limbs. I, you know, I'm, I'm trying to figure out why arrest anybody at that point. You have 130 people at the pool party. You have uh, seven agitators that jumped in. Uh, you're focusing on control, but arrest of one person ties your hands, and now you're completely useless to the rest of the crowd or the other officers. I, I don't even understand that. And uh, can't believe I'm agreeing with him. He certainly did not have control of her. It looked uh, uh, kind of bad the way he was attempting to get her on the ground. Mm-hmm. And and you find, I mean, I'm sure he didn't know she was 14 at the time. Maybe he did. We can't assume it. But now we know. And she looked like a young woman. And it's... it's. Oh, fuck you, bitch. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Brutal. I mean, you know, the, they Richard... Um, it was the head of the NAACP came out and said he treated her like chattel and now people have made this into a race thing it was a race thing the second they showed up and harassed only black kids right so so basically you said that she looked like an adult so he treated her like an adult right yeah it was a race thing when that white woman slapped that kid in the face and told her about section 8 and shit 
Are we there yet? What is the evidence <coughs> is a race thing as opposed to excessive force thing? <clears throat> Race aside, Megan, I mean, I think to watch a woman being handled like that by a guy who's two times her size made me sick to my, made me totally sick to my stomach, to be honest with you, just to watch it, right? And I, for once, a little bit, I agree with Mark here. I mean, you're in a very a middle class neighborhood. Whether it's a hot better crime or not, it shouldn't matter. The police should sort of and it operate isn't according the same. to the residents. It isn't right. And I think this police officer is clearly, you know, clearly he he pulled his gun out for no reason. Clearly they were all unarmed. It was some kids acting up and, you know, it just didn't really need this. Now, where the race comes in, I think the reason why we've gotten here is a recent Pew report found that 71% of white, white Caucasian residents in this country trust the police, while 31% of African Americans trust the police. So you put 14 and 15-year-olds who are used to seeing, you know, police you know, brutalizing Afri young African-American men for whatever the reason might be. And I don't know why you added that bit in there, but okay. So they say automatically. I mean, there's a girl on the ground as you're saying this, and you got to throw that bit. Okay. Right, right, right. I'll just decide because you always have to derail the conversation about a black female and make it about the black man. Right. And and not trying to be funny, and, and that's the shit that kind of frustrates women because you know you actually you constantly want to exclude them from the conversation when it comes to violence against black people it's mm -hmm. like if it ain't about, about black males you know fuck you and every time people bring up about black women um being shot and killed you always have to have some ashy ass niggas rolling in there going we get shot too nigga we know but we getting killed also you see the police officer what we're going to try to do is get away from the situation which is why you have running there mm -hmm. right because for, for far too long the, they see the police as a threat they think they're going to be the next eric garner or the next michael brown or the next um walter scott so they're like well, we don't want to have anything to do with this and you hear the girl in the video saying call my mother please call my mother because she understands what's getting ready what could possibly happen Listen, to her the, the girl it's was sad. no saint either he had told her to leave and the girl was no saint either so apparently you gotta be mother motherfucking Teresa, <clears throat> and even to keep a grown ass cop from slamming you to the ground like your fucking Richard Sherman. It don't matter what you do, just 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 tell the truth. It's just one of those things. But we live in a country where the color of your skin automatically means you're guilty. Mm -hmm. Ain't no if ands buts about it. It don't matter what you did. It don't matter how much money you make, your background, where you come from who your parents are, how much influence you have on this country. And that's what she said in that statement. And it's one of these, one of the things where when, um, for us, we have got to be the perfect victim. Yep. Perfect victims. It's the only way. If you are, and even if you are a perfect victim, they'll go and tell how you made an elf on a fucking science test in the ninth grade because you cannot be black and just not be perfect. I mean, not, and not, not be imperfect. Mm -hmm. For a moment about this McKinney pool party, because issues like this make for great evening news. You can already tell from the music. That this radio show <laughs> this is gonna be some problems probably not gonna be on the kids side nope they have a great clip a great little video clip they show a cop throwing somebody to the ground <clears throat> and then in steps the black pastor and he says we're not gonna stand for this we're gonna end up having to have a terrorist attack and the group is not gonna be isis it's gonna be us we're not gonna stand for <laughs> Now, I don't know where he got that clip from. <laughs> Me either, but that shit is funny. That is hilarious. The group is not going to be ISIS. It's going to be us. We're not going to stand for it. 
and then you've got a ready-made crap. Clearly doing his black impersonation voice, black creature voice. A lot of people who don't have day jobs that are ready to storm the streets and threaten the cops. Right, because protesters don't have jobs, guys. This is what they do. Y'all don't have day jobs, so that's what that's why you're an activist because you don't have a day job. You know, hey man, if you want to keep them at home? You could also try, you know, not harassing and shooting and locking up black people for no reason. But hey, that sounds like work. And before we go to the phone line, 713-212-5874, let me suggest that for the people who end up getting in fights with the cops, shut your mouth. Pause that. Put your- White folks get in fights with the cops too, right? All the goddamn time. Okay, now. And, and, and they're allowed to talk to the cops and not get into a fight with the cops, which is that privilege. Yourself. Well, they can't do it, but you, you for a moment. Let me ask you, how many among you would put on a badge and a police uniform today? How many of you would put on a badge, police uniform, and be the first to respond by yourself to a crowd of teenagers amped up? Watch them. Man, they're screaming. You get out of here. Who are you? You don't know what you you get out. You get out. who are you? I mean, you can't do that. No, man. We don't get you. You bet. None of that was on that video, by the way. If anything, that was the officer. <clears throat> yeah. Now, for the record, maybe that did happen because uh he, some white came, woman came across the street and slapped somebody, but we can't nobody's talking about that part. Right. And I think they even somebody even said they had a video of that. They said they said that, that lady worked at Bank of America. Yeah, they got her up out of here. I saw it on Twitter. I mean, you, you're talking about, like, jungle animals. I mean, this is wild. Jungle animals, right? Which kind of animal of the jungle? Could it be, perhaps, Africa. a rabbit? Hmm? African Some, jungle animals? Something of the hopping variety? Maybe a bunny of the jungle? Hmm? <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> or maybe some of the monkeys they have out there in the jungle. Mm-hmm. Crazy? Out of control. Would you have ever, when a cop showed up, he's got a gun? Would you have ever? Now, mind you, he didn't show up to a tea party. He showed up to reports of fights breaking out. He showed up to people, and yes, they're probably white people, scared to death, peeking through the blinds. Oh, my God, there's a bunch of black people, and they're out on the streets, and they're fighting and carrying on, and they're playing that music from Jay-Z. They're scared to death. And you don't think nothing about that is based off of the color of their skin, right? right? That's not racist. Right. That they, that they just scared because black people there. Right. That's not, that's not racist at all. That's reasonable. Call the police. That's a reasonable response. That's who his bosses are. He's there to keep the peace in his community. That Now, those black kids are from that community. They but the there. bosses of the police in that community are the white people. Right? Then I tell you something? Okay. That's who protect and serve who? Now, let me suggest. You want to take one little clip of what a guy did? That's fine. Let's take one little clip of you in the course of a day and not give it any context. Okay. I guarantee I- I'm willing to take that test. I feel like I, I will never pull out a gun on some innocent random black kids. I think... I will take the 24-hour surveillance <laughs> test you, you, and pass that bitch with flying mm-hmm. colors. Burn any one of you. But a little bit of advice to those punks. When the cops show up, they're outnumbered. 
they have to take control of the situation. The best thing you can do is get down, keep your mouth shut, and let order get restored first. Just comply. For that moment, just, just comply. comply. Yeah, just comply. That's what you got to do, guys. Yeah, that's what we, we've always been told, just to comply. So uh, to top it off, he filed, he resigned, uh, which, you know, Catch-22 stops him from getting his, uh, well, I don't know how it will continue, but as of right now, it might stop him from having his jacket docketed by the Eternal, Eternal Affairs people and having this seen as a mark on his career because <clears throat> he didn't get actually suspended or fired. So who knows? But uh, yeah, he'll be on contribute on Fox News not too long from now. They have scheduled a um, uh, they have scheduled an actual um, press conference uh, to, to basically talk about it or whatever. No, uh, they got a press conference. <clears throat> mm-hmm. For what? He was named the department's officer of the year in two thousand eight. So maybe because he does the best barrel rolls and tackle the best fourteen year old girls. Mm-hmm. I bet you when they investigate, it's gonna be interesting to see. You know, go back or question a lot of these people. Mm-hmm. Uh, hundreds of demonstrators attended a rally, and uh, this is why people that say Twitter activism is a real shit. Shut the fuck up. Oh yeah. Shut it, the fuck up. People get out out of people get out of their houses. They attend these rallies, mm-hmm. and this is the shit that's been. I, this is what I've seen change America more than anything else in the last two or three years. Ain't that true? People getting up and marching and saying shit like it ain't. It definitely ain't you sitting behind your keyboard telling everybody what they can't do. Ain't that the truth? That's not it, helping nobody. And that they ain't shit for being on Twitter. Yeah, that ain't helping nobody. Um, look, we're running out of time. Um, I we cannot do. Uh, ball alert today yeah i want to get ready for the game yeah because i gotta watch the game uh i'll give y'all uh some sore ratchetness and then we'll get out of here and uh we'll play games with jl covan tomorrow but it was really important to me that we talk about mckinney um uh, because uh it matters to me a lot um and i you know i've been collecting these um stories for a few days now and we hadn't had a chance to talk about it so true uh and it is a downer and i really do hate to fucking uh have to talk about this shit but i feel a responsibility to talk about something this big you know um and especially yeah. when this much information has been able to be collected yeah keep people informed yeah and it's important to see the opinions around it when people are called right. she's not a saint just shut up and comply you know it's not a race thing but we only arresting black kids i need people to see the shit that's real out there because you know, every once in a while I run into an idiot or something on Facebook or Twitter or something that's like, you know, I see it as a police abuse thing and I have to be like, who, what the fuck are you talking about? Right. I see it as a race thing and you not seeing it as a race thing is a fucking deadly assumption, my friend. I need, we need to all get on the same page or it's never gonna stop. <laughs> right. Um, anyway, sore ratchet this time. He's dead. Also, if your excuse is being a cop is hard, fuck you. Don't try out then. Being an NBA player is hard. Man, you know, a lot of shit is hard. Having a fucking kid is hard. Ain't nobody forcing you to do this shit. Mm-mm. 
it's difficult so you get to be racist is that how shit is <laughs> something right. difficult so you get to just be racist because it's a hard job to do fuck you you're getting paid that much and trained that much because we don't want you to be racist that's the fucking assumption can't just rely on that when you fuck up man it's sickening and shame on anybody allowing that excuse kind of shit is that anyway sorry <coughs> southwest suburban lions are still looking for a man who robbed a dunkin donuts with a sword happened yesterday morning the suspect dressed in black tight pants a black bandana and a pink wig grabbed the cash register uh-huh. left through a rear door he made off with about 250 dollars well hold my uh, what was he windy coming up in there a sword tights and pink what was he uh sword art online uh-huh. <laughs> he had to go fight inuyasha after that All right good grief you came in got some donuts and then went to save the village from a rochimaru <laughs> yes what the fuck is wrong with y'all sword wielding motherfuckers? Somebody made a robot that can sword fight. Oh no. Mm-hmm. And they battled a martial arts expert and performed astonishing stunts like slicing a pea in half. So here's the thing. You want the robots to replace the minimum wage workers. We talk shit about them and lied oh you said i said two sauces you said one i said two you stupid motherfuckers spit on you and then eventually his eyes are gonna turn red right <coughs> it's gonna start commu- start communicating with the sword robot right the sword robot gonna talk to the leg robot next thing you fucking know you got sword wielding leg robots going around that can beat up ninja masters and shit uh ah, killing everybody up the fuck is wrong with y'all in the fast food line and luckily for us it'll it'll be it'll actually be safer for black people if, if that's how the cop if that's how the swords take over yeah because so, i can truly say they a robot ain't gonna see yeah, race nothing. it won't be racist at not, least not unless they programmed it to see race yeah we have what's like that a, racist code bob oh shit i forgot it right they might let us live only 13 percent of the population no threat like it might let us go <laughs> but yeah that that is amazing why would you it can chop a pea in half like fruit fruit ninja yeah the fuck who does this right what was the what was the applied use to where someone like this would make sense because we might need a sword wielding robot right then we gonna wonder why the shit turn and just kill us all one day right unless pacific rim is real this (laughs) this makes no fucking sense at all I'm i'm disgusted with humanity and you guys scientists will be the downfall of us all all right, man. Tell me that a real, y'all. We'll be back tomorrow with JL Covan, hot off of his fresh skit. Yeah, and have uh, fun with him. 12 years of bringer, which I believe is going to be great. I do too. And, uh, it'll be 6 p.m. tomorrow. And also tomorrow, uh, I'll be on Firestarter podcast as a guest. Woohoo! So if you guys like me on some Firestarter, I will talk to y'all then. All right, until tomorrow, uh, Shadow Dog Productions, check out our YouTube video, Tweak the Audio Code TBGWT. Go, LeBron James. Yes. I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. Mwah.